Welcome back to The Brunch Boys. This week I'm joined by the lovely Hayley Sergison. How are you going? I'm good, happy to be here so, in my own office. <laughs> yeah, that's right, so we've actually just had brunch together. You're the first interviewee that I've had brunch with. Oh, well I'm glad you've stuck by the name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd better make a start. So we're here in your office. Yes, 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 yes. Um, welcome, welcome again. Um, this is your second meeting here, but um, and this is my first week in the office. So what, what are you? I'm a chiropractor. Yeah, and, um, and what's so exciting about where we are right now and this week? Um, well, it's my first week in my first place. Um, this is the starting of my business's journey. Um, we're called Coast Physical Therapy, which is a, a bit of an, an odd name, I think. People kind of grapple with it, but it just, I kind of think, embodies what, my, what I stand for, what my business stands for. Absolutely, and we'll yeah. jump into that in a bit. Yeah. So, Haley's a chiropractor. You're how many years out of uni? Um, this is my third year. And she's started her own business, which I think is bloody awesome. <laughs> how did you and I meet? So, through the OT crowd, I think. Um, so, my one of my best mates and longest mates, um, Rebecca Wong. Um, hello from, <laughs> from all the, the way UK. to yeah, from the UK. She introduced me to Josh at a birthday thing at the Left Bank. Okay, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> was it not a wine tour? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. No, no, yes. I met you. Whose oh, was birthday was that? Before that. Well, I think I did meet you at Rebecca's birthday at the wine tour. Yes, and you didn't know anyone. Y no, I did. Oh, did I you? Just... Or did I not know it? No, you no. knew people, but you didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Those people aren't listening to this. <laughs> they weren't my people, okay? Yes. Oh, no, it's all coming back to me now. And um, Josh plucked me out and rescued me and we spent fun wine tour together because remember they ambushed you and made you take photos of them oh, and they were yes. really rude to you were they yeah and i was i was quite embarrassed um i apologized to josh and then we hung out and lauren as well and yeah. like i hung out with all the ot people and then i think again we met at the left bank and i don't remember this one um i don't know it was like you know when they used to do those wednesday evening things at the lefty yeah yeah. Oh no, was it? Oh, no, no, it must no, have been a Sunday um, sesh. The, no, 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 left bank, not left bank. Um, the raffles. Oh, you're ringing a bell there. Yeah. What were we doing at the raffles? Wednesday night raffles. We're, yeah, Wednesday night raffles. That's so right. we were there and um, got chatting, and then patient confidentiality. Can I? Can I proceed? Oh, absolutely. You can talk, <laughs> you can talk about my issues on here. <laughs> well, where do I start now? Um, and then I was telling you I was entering my fifth and final year of chiropractic, and it's. The 12 month prac and we've got to get our own patients in and whatnot and you were like oh, i'll come in and see you yes because sure. i had a bung back and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and um yeah our friendship flourished so yeah i think that was our origin but essentially rebecca wong was the um instigator instigator now she's not here and now she's not here she's just let us fend for ourselves and we're as close as ever <laughs> <laughs> now that she's gone yeah she was holding us back <laughs> That's right. So we met in uni, mm -hmm. but I didn't start seeing you as a patient, which is yeah. weird referring to me as a patient, <laughs> until your final year of placement. Yeah. And I graduated The year similar. before. Yeah. yeah. The, just, just, yeah, you had a year more over, like yours is four, four years and yeah. mine's five. So we had a very similar journey together. We yeah. were quite close in terms of our trajectory. And, and I think I really enjoyed that. You kind of like... 
not to um but yeah you're you one of my yeah oh. <laughs> you were one of my favorite patients and the fact that like you came in and we would both discuss like patient interactions mm. or things that we were dealing with because we were both quite fresh like, fresh in our careers and and it was really nice just to kind of have someone else to kind of counsel you or just kind of like, oh, yeah, you're in the right direction. Yeah. Have you tried this? Or, And I think anything in, in this profession especially is a constant learning curve and constant learning journey. And I don't know, I think we both kind of fuel that for each other in terms mm. of educating Definitely. each other. Definitely. Yeah. It's been a very interesting friendship that we have. Yeah. But I'm very glad for it. All right, yeah. Because you have fixed my back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. I've done one good thing. So that's my job. I've actually never been to a Cairo until I met you. Yeah. I was more of a physio person. Yeah, and it's one of those things, isn't it? People are like, I go to a physio for this and I go to a chiropractor for my back. Mm. And it's like two different things. And, and like, yeah, I think the health professional world or the is quite an interesting field and quite confusing for people. But yeah, mm. I'm glad you gave me that I chance. Because I was actually meant to be a physio really yeah i went through high school wanting to be a physio but last minute changed the order preferencing to ot wow what made that last minute shift um it's just i don't know oh i do know but i kind of don't want all right there was a girl (laughs) there was a girl in high school that i kind of liked and she had mentioned the idea of wanting to do ot and that planted the seed in my head wow yeah so obviously girls hey Don't get this started. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I probably could have, should have, would have been a physio right now, huh. which means we probably would never be in the position that we're in now. Exactly. I would just well, fix shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in the same predicament. I had you met a boy, physio and Cairo. No boy was involved in this, <laughs> um, and I switched the preferences as well. There you go. Um, I just really loved. So the... we both could have studied physio oh, together. Oh, but then we would have met each other and That's fixed it. our own backs and <laughs> been fine. <laughs> That's <is> so weird. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw chiropractic and saw the fact that I really loved the degree in itself, and I'd never seen a chiro either. I didn't even know really anything mm. what they did. I lo- I loved like the radiological aspect of chiropractic I loved yeah and I just thought it seems like a really good degree the first year three years is you're like your bachelor in science it's like a general science degree yeah. and I was like okay so don't like it after that three years I haven't wasted my time I can transfer to other things else. or I can go into the physio field if I wish and yeah after three years still loved it and kept going so what was that initial thing between the two what swayed you I think because chiropractic is more the private practice and I kind of wanted to work in the private practice field. This is going to sound really odd. I kind of always wanted to work for myself and be my own boss. Yeah. So hence why I really liked the private practice direction the chiropractic field worked in. So more as a growing profession and I just really liked the training that was involved. I think the course just sounded really interesting, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. Whereas physio was something a bit more established and, and mm. kind of... Competitive? Competitive and like the, the growing industry of kind of thing. I was like, I couldn't really see myself getting to where I wanted to be. I didn't think it was going to... That's a big thing to know in year 12. Yeah. I, but I, I barely like, oh, knew what OT was <laughs> going into it. Yet for you to have the cognition to differentiate the two and three <laughs> pathways, that's, that's pretty big. 
yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of, that was how, that was my thought process and how I kind of went about assessing mm. it and, and investigating it and asking a few questions and things like that. And yeah. Way cooler story than me sort of liking <laughs> a girl and, and choosing the rest of my life. <laughs> so tell me about your journey through uni. Yeah, it was just really a cool degree and really supportive cohort that I had and also lecturers. How big um, was your cohort? Small, small. So the initial intake would have been about the 60 mark. Oh, wow. So tiny. Yeah. But we, our graduating class was about 40, 45. Oh, so it's not too high a dropout. It was, it was from probably the original. Yeah. But we got people that dropped down from the year below and yeah. things like that. But it was a really, really supportive kind of cohort. And I think because... There's a lot of contact hours when it came to chiropractic and it was a lot of practical and you kind of just had to be there. It was probably the same and similar to most health professional degrees. Mm. And the fact that you kind of had to attend uni wasn't like an accounting thing where you kind of yeah, for... an accounting thing. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not having anything against accountants. I have many accountant friends. Do you? Um, I didn't know accountants have friends. <laughs> they're soulless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you kind of... You spend a lot of time together with each other and you kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. And you kind of... You rally again with people that are going through the same thing as you. Like-minded. So, yeah, and like So yeah, it was and like because we got small cohorts, our lectures were a lot more personable as well, which was really cool. Mm. I can still have a chat to them today and and go to them if I I need assistance with a patient or yeah. whatever. They're really really supportive. One of them even got me my first job. Pretty good network to have. Yeah, yeah. It's so really... was there a moment during your chiro degree? where it just hit you and you're like, yes, this is what I want to be. Yeah, I think like, especially the first couple of years I struggled through it because it's your general science. And it was like, you're not really doing anything practical. It's like more your rote learning, your anatomy, learning in like nervous system, learning muscles, yeah. joints, bones, and things like that. It's real dry. It's theoretical stuff, yeah. yeah. It's like, we were doing things like cell biology and it was just like, oh, gosh this is yeah this is bleak but then we got into like third year and it started becoming more practical more not like adjusting or anything it was more like neuro stuff and mm. it was like problem solving yeah. and stuff and i was like i really flourished and I, like my grades improved through that as well because it was kind of applying it's more stuff. meaningful and more meaningful yeah. and and from then i was like oh this is really interesting and i really got into it and then working, uh, prep placement was really cool in the fact that it was all on campus and we we're working out of the clinic on campus and it was more about being what you would be as a chiropractor like getting your own patients in and kind of driving your own practice and I really enjoyed that and really enjoyed helping people and I had some really cool patients and some that I even still have contact with today like me like yourself <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah just it made me realize yeah you can have a impact on people or mm. and it's like it's that journey which is really cool you know so like a lot of some health professionals unfortunately you only deal with someone for a short period of time and you don't see their improvement so you don't see that you, your impact whereas as a chiro a lot of the time you kind of you're that person you're treating that person over many years mm. essentially and it, when they have problems you're kind of that that person that, they, that point of call yeah and yeah, really cool and I think to, the difference between that. you and other people that I've seen is that you really value that connection you have with your mm. patients. <laughs> and I think 
from what you just said, across a lifespan, you're, you're seeing them for a long time and you're building some really good networks yeah. with them. You understand their life story, you understand who their family yeah. are. And yeah, which, but I love hearing that and people sharing that with me. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm honoured to be able to have a job that, that provides that. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those things you've really got to appreciate that, I think, and, and respect that because it is a really respectful thing for someone to offer that to you. And mm, yeah. It's a very intimate space that you work yeah. with. You're very hands-on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, touching people's bodies. Like, that's... Exactly. Unless that's... you're a sex worker, that does not happen. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And you kind of, you forget that because it's just part of your day-to-day thing. You're treating the human body so mm. and, and for someone to kind of... Open their bodies oh, up to you. Well, yeah, and also or open up about the pain that they go through or things like that. Yeah. So, so you've done things. some pretty cool things since graduating. Yeah. You like hopped I've been, into your first job quite quickly. Yeah, um, that, was really, that was really cool. I, um, one of my lecturers and now Dean of Chiropractic, another South African, um, <laughs> he, um, I was chatting to him towards the end of my degree and just said I wasn't really inspired by a lot of the jobs that were coming out and I was like I don't know who to turn to and mm. and he his lecturer in South Africa also immigrated to Australia and he said I'll I want to put you in contact with him I think you guys would be a great match so another South African another South African um and so um another South African and a fellow golfer and he he took to me for those two things I think um and your no. talent as well of course <laughs> Um, but we got on really well and I think that's a really important thing. So how did you hop into that job? Um, we just met up for coffee one day, chatted about what we what we are as chiropractors and what we stand for and well health professionals in general mm. and, and I don't know, I really gravitated towards him and I just I thought this is a guy I wanna learn off and this is someone I feel like I really respect and, and which is a big thing, especially I, I kind of I put a lot of weight on my first job. I knew that I needed something that I was going to really enjoy mm. and really learn from. Um, and I needed to be, if I was to work for anyone, I really needed someone that I, I wanted to be around or respect. Yeah, he, he fortunately liked me as well and, and, and hired me. And I worked, for the, worked with him on and off for the past like two years now, I think. And... Really enjoyed it. So I just want to backtrack on something you said. You had similar values in the way that you wanted to work. Yeah. So chiropractic as a profession in itself has a different ethos in terms of other professions, doesn't it? There's different sort of ways that people... Yeah, and I think there's there's a lot of historical elements. And like, to be honest, being my inexperience with chiropractic until I actually started it, I can't talk too much about it because I don't fully understand it. Mm. But I think... There's a lot of historical approach to it and there's a lot of, it's almost like a belief system mm. um, that chiros have. And, and yeah, there's such a varied approach. And I think there's these kind of two schools of thought. There's the evidence-based thought. And then you kind of got like a vitalistic, I think, is how they describe mm. it. Because um, I remember early days when we first met each other, we were talking about chiros and how some people within the profession give it a bad rep. 
mm. specifically around kids with autism and curing yeah, autism through just manipulations. Like, yeah, and it's like the falseness about it and the false advertising that might be generated. And unfortunately, I think because we're a minority as well, like it's like the small, mm. the minority of practitioners can um, impact that the, perception that the, people yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. And there's just that, that lack of knowledge about it and ignorance around it, which I don't blame people about. It's hard to know because so many, there's such a, a wide variety of in which how we practice. So, mm. Yeah, so for him to kind of have the same opinions as me or, was really cool and it was hard to come by. And he used a few different phrases and I still, like this interview like, was three years ago that I had with him and I still remember some of the things that he said today. He's like, you work long hours, Haley, like because we have long appointments with people. Mm. He's like, you'll be really tired but you'll sleep well at night. Interesting. And I was like, immediately gravitated towards that. Like I was just like, yes, I know I'm selling something I believe in and, mm. I, and I have full faith in and yeah, I'll feel good about myself. That's what I want. I want to be able to work hard. Have, yeah, work still. hard and, and have pride in what I do. It's a really interesting quote, working long hours but sleeping well at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that the case? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not very many sleepless nights at the moment, um, but eventually maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the stage where I sleep well. But yeah, I think the next 12 to 18 months, there'll be some sleepless nights. <laughs> it's all an investment, long-term investment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on top of this first job experience, you actually travelled a bit as yeah. part of being a Cairo. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted to have the international experience and travel with work. Yeah. Um, so I was really fortunate that I took a um, volunteer posi- position with about 30 other chiropractors. Um, we 30 went, other chiropractors? Yeah, there was like 30 of us that ended up going and 10 from the school that I was studying at, Medoc. The rest, a few from Perth, a few from different states in Australia. We all went under the banner of a chari- Australian charity. Started in Perth actually called Hands on India, um, where we travelled to a, a village in India and we basically treat all these different villages within India and nice. yeah we spent about two weeks there treating and because obviously their health system and, and the third world country mm. like you saw a lot of things which is super interesting being first year out and things that you weren't you wouldn't really expect to see we get trained to, to we learn it but being in a western world and first world we don't see these yeah. health issues so it was, like it was really would massive. you have seen quite severe health issues yeah yeah like we had cancers we had strokes we had parkinson's we had cerebral palsy i had a kid that i diagnosed with appendicitis at one point you know so like you diagnosed with appendicitis yeah yeah i mean you are a doctor yeah <laughs> <Shh>. don't <laughs> do that Cairo doctor. <laughs> but yeah but that's we are trained to to do that and we yeah. can, because we see people just straight off the street we've got to be able to and because a lot of your like appendicitis and, and all those kind of things they can actually manifest physically as, mm. as physical pain so we've got to be able to rule out and understand what's within our scope so yeah. like I saw a lady about a year and a half ago and right shoulder pain right shoulder pain it's like right here it's annoying me all the time like subscapular I can't get rid of it 
And after a few questions and, and maybe one treatment we did, and realized she had, she had gallstones. Oh, wow. <laughs> Acute cholecystitis she had, so we, not within my scope. Yeah. <laughs> so she got referred out. So it was quite interesting. So it's, yeah, it's well, you I mean, kind of have to be on connected. the ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there is such a thing as referral pain. So, mm, yeah. There you go. So yeah. you went to India. You also went to Sri Lanka? Yes, yeah. Um, so about six months into my job in Perth, I got um, offered a position in Sri Lanka in Colombo with an American lady who owned a practice there. And so essentially um, she offered me a contract there. How did um, you fall into that job? So doing a little LinkedIn search. LinkedIn? Yes. Oh, wow. um, so fifth year I decided I'll be professional and I set up myself a LinkedIn account. <laughs> and I found a international chiropractic clinic in Sri Lanka. I contacted them because I always wanted to go to Sri Lanka. But then unfortunately they had an associate at the time, but six months later that associate left and she remembered me and she contacted me and offered me a position there. So I thought, why, what the heck? I'll go spend three months there and, and see how it goes. And yeah, it was super interesting. I learned a lot. Definitely wasn't for me. Why was that? Um, she was, it was an interesting woman to work with. Yeah. Um, it's alright, she's not going to listen to this either. <laughs> it wasn't my person and like I think she was very micromanaging and, and I don't really respond well to that. Mm. At the end of the day, it wasn't something I'd want to be there permanently yeah. as well and it was like, I got what I wanted out of it and I was like, that's, that's enough. Absolutely. So, so you did the three months there then? Came um, probably there. just under that. And then I went and traveled for a little bit. I worked, there was Australian couples that owned a spa or a retreat in a place called Hirikatia. I don't know. Never yeah, it's something on the south coast of Sri Lanka. And so I ended up going going there and treating just like the expats there for a little bit and then yeah so how, how would it work over there sort of just fee for service or same like so the one in colombo was like a contract based kind of thing and it's similar to what uh, how it operate here so you kind of you're a subcontractor so you contract your services out to someone mm -hmm. um so, so you she... would have had to have a sri lanka Bank no, 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 just <laughs> cash in hand yeah, style, yeah. avoid the tax system. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I got taxed in Sri Lanka somehow. I actually don't know. <laughs> Are you just saying that because we're on record right now? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I got a bit of cash in hand from it. It wasn't like I was making much money no. at all, but. They paid for my accommodation wow. and and things like that. So it's such a cool life experience that, to have. Yeah, yeah. It was like nothing lost, nothing gained. Mm. Well, a lot of experience. A gained. lot gained. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's kind of cool just to know that I know how to live in Sri Lanka. And how things Do you know operate. how to speak Sri Lankan? No, it's Singhalese. Singhalese is the um, language. So what about language barriers in the work that you do? Because no, none yeah. at all in Sri Lanka because. Like the main experts, they all speak English. No, in, oh, the, even the people. even um, Sri Lankans themselves, like their literally lit literacy rates are super high. There, yeah. like it's a really, it's a really like the health system's really good, education system's really really good. Um, so I think I had one patient that only spoke Sinhalese, okay. and the rest all spoke English. All right, so tell me about this business that you started. So I kind of had these ideas and these thoughts about where I wanted to start and what I wanted to call it. When did about you- a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago? Yeah. Well, I knew ultimately I wanted to start my own clinic. 
but hadn't really thought much about that. And then living in South Fremantle and then now moving and living in North Fremantle, I kind of saw that there was an open market between that North Fremantle and Musman Park in Cottesloe. Right? Being not that many chiropractors around and not many, like, I don't know, musculoskeletal kind of therapists, essentially. Yeah. And just knew, knowing that this is my area, this is my pe- like people my that people. I know, my people, <laughs> my, the people that I know around here and I could kind of create a community here. Because for something like pain management, location is very important in terms yeah. of the clientele that you get. I mean, yeah. you do get your loyal clients from all around Perth. but Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got you've to know. And I, I really wanted people that were really interested in, in bettering their health and have like valued their health and really mm. wanted to work towards it because just how I operate is more about motivating people and, and, and like letting them Got, like they've yeah. got to be active in their journey towards health rather than it being a fully passive approach. We're not. I'm not selling a quick fix. I'm not selling. Yeah. A, Come in. Yeah. Crack your bones. Go out. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't want to convey about of that. I really wanted to. I like to work through with things with people and mm. and and help them deal with their issues and really like empower them to yeah. kind of deal with their issues. So what was the push that got you into? Was it COVID? Um. No, probably not. I just, like, it almost kind of put me off it in general. And I was going to go take a, a job that I got offered in Albany. Um, oh, really? Actually. Yeah. And it would have been a super cool experience. He was a lovely, lovely guy. Um, but it just really wasn't on the path that I, I wanted. And, yeah. and I kind of was like, I keep working for other people and it not being exactly what I want. Mm. Um, in terms of your ethos and delivery of what? Yeah. And it just, like, it didn't wasn't my own thing it was kind of too constrictive working for someone else and didn't exactly 100% enjoy it and I was like well if I keep doing the same thing I'm going to get the same results so it kind of became it was like if not now when yeah yeah I took kind of the leap and decided to and I spent the last like month or two looking for the space and then and then just doing all the background work yeah which is interesting enough (laughs) so how long did you spend from Deciding that, yep, I want to start my business to this week when you launched. About a month. A month. Is that it? Is It took you a month to organise all this? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's really quick. So you found a space where yeah. we're in this beautiful building here in yeah. North Rio. How, yeah. how did you go um, about that? Rose Medical Centre. Um, actually, quite interestingly... I had, well, I knew about this space. Obviously, I live not too far away from here. Yep. But I also had a student because I teach at, at Murdoch. I'm a demonstrator at, at Murdoch and I have been since I graduated. I teach first and third years. Yep. And I remember speaking to one of the third year students talking about my personal life and asking about where I lived and things. And I told her and she's like, oh, my sister li- works in the Rose Medical Centre. I was like, okay. oh, cool. Like, I've never been in that space. And she was like, yeah, there's rooms there all the time and they're empty and rah, rah, rah. Mental note. I need to go check that place out. Yeah. And so when I kind of was like, bit the bullet and decided I'm going to do this, I rode my bike down here, <laughs> poked my head in and said, is there a room? And, and this is about a month ago. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we have a room. Wow. So actually, no, no, no. Well, I started, I started doing everything mid to late April yeah. and probably found this space early May and then got everything. So two months actually. Yeah. And so you're leased in here for? I signed a six month lease yeah. with them, just an interim kind of trial period. Um, 
but would probably sign a longer one after this this six months yeah um, depending on how it goes <laughs> so what else have you had to set up i know there's um, this nice plinth here pardon the plinths that we've got here you've had to buy yeah yeah i've got it i had to so the table essentially i had to order and oh do you call it a table yeah is oh, that so, what's a plinth uh, it's a physio ot thing we call it a plinth oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't know right, that. we'll call it a table a table like, that moves <laughs> and is soft and people lie down on yes yeah 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 so my table i had to order that that was from the east coast so that was my biggest investment how much was that um Probably <laughs> four and a half grand. Okay. Um, so that was there was... any delay getting it over from the East Coast? No. no. Like, I feel like you order something from the Iconic and it takes longer. Like, it was insane how quickly it came over. And they dropped it right off at the front door. Because it's a big, door. bulky thing. Did you have to set it up yourself? Um, like an Ikea flat pack? No. No, it comes set up literally just... In a big box. Had to, yeah, had to switch it on. That was all I had oh, to do, really? like plug it in and switch it on. Because it looks really heavy. It is bloody heavy. So this guy, basically, this truck driver, just rocked up um, with no warning. Classic. You know, yeah. <laughs> and he was just going to leave it in the car park. Um, so I was like... <laughs> that was four and a half grand. <laughs> I was like, no, you're going to help me lift this in. And he was like, it's heavy. And I'm like... <laughs> it's heavy. <laughs> I was like, I know. Look at me. Um, so I forced this guy to carry this 120 kilo table in to the, into the room. And so that's not moving anytime quickly. Yeah. So we did that. And then I fortunately found a beautiful desk. So I went and picked that up and chairs. It was, it was actually hard sourcing everything because COVID, everything mm. sold out. Everyone's setting up home offices and things like that. Yeah, it was that's hard true, to actually. couldn't find an iPad until the Apple store opened. Also, this iPad that you've got here, yeah. you've only just bought it for this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you... I wanted I wanted to have and like I had an eight year old phone. So I was like, I bought a new phone. Eight year old phone. <laughs> I missed that phone. But yeah, I just I decided I I'd put some money in and, so and did make you, it presentable. Did you get make... a loan to start all this up? No. No? no, no. So I used my savings. <laughs> so you had a lot of capital in your savings. Um, enough to to do it. I mm. like I didn't spend a fortune, but I didn't skimp. Yep. Essentially, and could have spent more, could have spent less, but I'm happy with the amount. And there was there were certain things that I was willing to spend quite a bit of money on. And like for instance, all my graphic design stuff, so my website, my my logo, mm. things like that. I put a lot of importance on that. I thought, no, you want to, you want to, yeah, that's my aesthetic. That's something that people see. That's their first impression, and I want, I want it to be a nice and 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 something that I'm proud of. So I enlisted help from a girl, a Perth girl actually, Imogen Borrell, and they own a company called Lumo Designs, and they're beautiful stuff, and and they've been such a pleasure to work with. Yeah. And they, honestly, I've literally just had a chat to them, and they've taken yeah, so what I've said and and they've created something that I'm really really happy with and yeah how did that discussion come about um so it was my friend it's my friend Hattie's cousin and I've looked at their stuff before and and so I, I enlisted a help and and they have a really cool structure in which they come and they really try and get a good idea of what your business model is and what you value and and things like that and then I get a document that I've got to work through and I ask you my values, my goals. And yeah, it was a really like, it was a lot more thought process in it, which it was really cool. And it was really cool for me to write those things out as well. Mm. Cause it made me really think, 
what do I stand for? What 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 is what am I selling? Yeah, yeah what is my unique mm. <laughs> um, selling point and, and and things like that. So you did that. They set that up. Yeah, yeah, and we're constantly in contact. I send her messages about things that I want or need, and she's yeah more than happy happy to help out. And, wow. Yeah. Um, so how does it work? Is it like a one-off fee for service, or is it a relationship yeah. that you? Um, one-off fee. So I. They have a they have different packages yeah. and I kind of went for like what they actually call like the full shebang yeah. and <laughs> I went for that and so that goes from logo design to business cards and flyers and things like that and and website and I have to provide the content so mm-hmm. that means so what goes on the website's my writing yeah but they will put it in and they'll fancy font and- yeah yeah and make it nice and easy to navigate and. And things like that and then after this if i want things updated or i want something new then it will be again probably the additional fees yeah. um, they also do teach me how to if i want to add like a blog post onto my website they teach me how nice. to because you're about to bad. launch your website aren't you yes yes so that's going up pretty soon which cool. i'm really excited about you can book online yeah. shout out oh we'll, we'll <laughs> definitely shout out towards the end um you can book online so that that's running but then then the whole like getting it up and running and the kind of Google search engine mm. making it like available. The to hardest thing to find. about starting your own practice is of course getting the clientele. Yeah, yeah. And you're quite lucky you've got a good sort um, of solid reasonable. Like definitely definitely need to grow and definitely need to oh, source my own patient base. But yeah. um, I've got some really lovely people who really support me and continue to support me which is great and so just building on that and at the end of the day when you're selling yourself essentially mm. it's pretty vulnerable this position yeah. that you're in <laughs> yeah maybe i'm naive i don't know but i just think if you do the right thing by people they'll come th- back to you they'll come back to you and that that will pay off in the long pay run. off in the long run yeah so what has been the hardest thing so far in setting all this up no. Don't tell me it's easy. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> um, it's like probably the total independent. Like it's all my decisions. Yeah. And it's all kind of on me, I guess. Yeah. And just committing to it and just doing it. But I don't know. It's just felt, I felt comfortable in doing it because it is just me and I mm. haven't got to answer to anyone. And it's, I've actually just enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm coming into the hardest parts. Like that was all the fun bit, like finding my pretty furniture and <laughs> creating like a nice branding. Yeah. And, and now it's going to be the hard part and it's going to be the the slog of being like, I have no one booked in. Like, mm. And, 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 and living make, sort of day to day. Yeah, yeah. And worrying about next week, whether I'm going to have patience and that's going to be, that's going to be the tough times yeah. ahead. But I'm really... How do you feel about that? Um... Like tossing and turn, like I toss and turn about it. Like half of me is just like, oh, I wish I kind of took the easy option, mm. and you know, and like. But you've never taken the easy option in your life, Haley. So <laughs> why would you start now? Why would I start now? And it's like, oh, like a, it'd be lovely to just get like a regular job or a regular paycheck or just some mm. kind of stability, essentially. But like checks and balances, at the end of the day, those kind of things also come with their restrictions. And like I know I'm not going to take a holiday for the next like. Two years. Well, neither yeah. is the rest of the world because of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. No one's going anywhere. But, you know, it's like it's it's a building for the future and it's building something for me. So mm. it's all going to come 
back, hopefully. <laughs> so can we talk about the name of the business? Because that yep. really intrigued me when you first looked up with me. So what's it called? Uh, Coast Physical Therapy. Yep. yep. So the question I'm going to ask is physical therapy. Yeah. I have connotations of a physio. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. most people have. And it's like... Because that's what they call it in America. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. So can and I ask why you chose the word? I, I think the previous guy I used to work with, we used to always talk, talk about, oh, I wish we, we want to just be physical therapists because that's all we deal with. It's yeah. like we do the musculoskeletal stuff, joints, bone, like joints and muscles and, and rehabilitation. Mm. And it is what you're doing. Hands-on therapy is, yeah. is just what we stand for. And we thought physical therapy like embodied that. And I remember I was talking to a chiropractor on the east coast and that's exactly what he did and he, he's called his physical therapy and works very similar to, to me so it's sort of skewed away from the word yeah, chiropractor yeah maybe just based purely on the connotations and it's just kind of trying to find my own little niche yeah. i think and my own center and what we kind of stand for because mm, yeah. you offer a couple of different modalities here yeah yeah so for me i actually even offer multiple different types of appointments as well being my fascial treatments which is just purely all my dry needling stuff yeah. and soft tissue and because some people just don't feel like adjustments are for them and and, yeah. and treatments that they want so i kind of really want to cater to people that are seeking therapy but yeah not the adjustments and and but then I do have the regular consults with just that and longer consultations. So when we want to go through exercises and rehab and, and, and things like that. For me, it's just providing people with tools that can better them in the long run. And I think that's what makes you different from other... Yeah, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely some that I have interest in that. But yeah, that's really where I want to focus on it. And where the evidence is at, like evidence shows that it's, it's a multimodal approach is what makes what's better for people is mm. and uh, empowering people and 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 it's that that mental side of uh, mental side of pain and things like that to kind of pe make people feel like they can be instrumental in the recovery of mm. it rather than being completely passive yeah on a on an approach you know coming in and expecting you yeah to, to kind of fix crack them it into all. place and heal them yeah or yeah. maybe i'm just lazy and i want them to do all the work <laughs> you're preaching to the choir here <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's one of those things, and I, I that's what I stand for, and I think I wanted a name that kind of really encapsulates that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where to from here with the business? So we're one week down. It's one week down. Been a great success already. <laughs> just continue to grow, and I just want to talk to different people, get my name out there. Essentially, mm -hmm. uh, I'll probably volunteer at different like sporting events maybe and community events and I keep coming back to the word community. I want to create a nice community yeah. and a safe space for people. I'm really content here for at least the next six months because I'm locked in here for the next <laughs> six months but no I love love it here and yeah intrigued to see where it grows whether that be into a clinic that is my own space or whether it's still here and, and, and expanding so I ultimately want to be in a, in a space that that has multiple different health professionals all working for themselves but for the same thing and mm. with the same agenda because at the end of the day like how old are you 24 25 25 <laughs> yeah 25 and you have your own business it's yeah <laughs> which you started during covid yeah is, yeah yeah, amazing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so it, it's all up from here or it's 
going to be a great learning yeah, experience. No, and that, yeah, that's the one thing I'll, I'll get something out of it. Yeah. You know, one big learning curve. Absolutely. So where do we find you? Um, Rose Medical Center, North Fremantle, 78 Sterling Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the dentist office, actually. I'm, got, I'm leasing a room in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, and so. socials? Social, uh, Coast Physical Therapy. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook or www.coastphysicaltherapy.com.au is my website address. Awesome. Um, and we'll put that up in the show notes as well. Oh, perfect. But yeah, and even if you just want to send me a message or just inquire or just see what, I, what I'm about. I'm happy to, happy to chat to anyone. Yeah, so. and, and take it from me. Like I don't really <laughs> see much health professionals, but I've been seeing you for the last yeah. couple of years on yeah. and off. And, and honestly, biggest compliment, yeah, that you've come back again <laughs> like a year later. So I'm glad that, glad that I can offer that service. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being on the show this week, Haley. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Awesome hearing your story. And <laughs> I'm very excited to see where this business grows. Thank you, Josh. <laughs>